hello, 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 and welcome to Create Now. Make sure you tickle that subscribe button. All that good stuff. We're here, we're talking about Create Now and digital audio workstations. So over the last, this is part three, the last few little lessons we took, we went over compressors, a, a tiny little bit, gates, which is a bit like a compressor in reverse, and equalizers, just a tiny little bit, just high frequencies, like the birds. Middle, fre fre middle kind of frequencies, high mid, low mid, and then kind of your subs. All that good stuff. So four different main frequency bands. You can divide it up any way you want. Um, three, yeah, three, four, as many different bands as you want. Just four bands seems like a nice easy, nice easy middle ground. So we've talked about so just very nice and generally not getting caught up between any one particular DAW in particular. We keep going over the main the main buttons: the record button, the big red one, the green button, the play button, stop, pause, fast forward, and rewind, or else back to the start, back to the end. Um, some other main tools that are part of your recording is a thing called a metronome. So some information that when you first open your session it's going to be at the most standard used um, the template if you will. So template, what does template mean? I hope you know what template means. It's just basic setup like for eating of a a plate and a knife and fork, basic template. So, basic template is 120 BPM, which is standard rock song. Think of, uh, you're saying, what was it, Mississippi? One Mississippi is meant to be like one Mississippi, two Mississippi is meant to be uh, 60 beats per second. So, double that is 120 beats per second. B BPM, beats per minute. I said piece per second there, sorry. Uh, that'd be BTS or something. Beats per minute. 120 beats per minute. That, that's double what the clock does. Um, so, standard time signature, that just when you open up your session, is 120 beats per minute. Which will be like... Uh, I have a metronome here. Somewhere. Bam, bam, bam. So one Mississippi, two Mississippi, three Mississippi, four Mississippi, one Mississippi. Two. Maybe. <laughs> Here is a uh, one twenty BPM. Okay, got it. One Mississippi, two. <laughs> Man, Mississippi's a hard word to say, isn't it? Alright, here's 60. So that's your clock in your gaff. 
I love nothing more than jamming along to a clock. I know it sounds very nerdy, but you just be wouldn't be arsed getting the metronome out. This is the metronome once again. It can be called a click track, and a lot of uh, a lot of recordings or whatever. Normally, there's a shortcut like Control C or something like that for. Well, I know that's Control Copy, but uh, Control M for metronome and a lot of workstations. There's keyboard shortcuts, which save a lot of time. Keyboard shortcuts are, are recommended. So, it's going to be in 4-4 when you open up the session, which means there's four beats per bar. One, two, three, four. One, two, three, four. So that means, and there's going to be an accent on the first beat, so it's normally like, boop, 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 boop. And also there's, so, uh, it's not even so much an it is an accent which just means playing louder on the beat one just to keep you if you get lost you're like oh where's the there it is fine um, it's also a different pitch interval normally So the metronome, why you would have a metronome in, in the session is to keep, if you're using the sound on sound, um, overdubbing or sound sound, overdubbing, multi-tracking, recording more than one track at a time, having one more than one voice playing at a time, it can help to have everything in sync and a way of doing that is to have a clicking sound so that everyone is plays at the same time. So you may have a count in before you start playing. So it can just like a conductor he'll go one, two, three, four, and we're in. I don't know if you saw my hand motions there, but on the four I'll start bring my hands up and then just to keep the orchestra or whatever it is in time. So it's kind of a silent metronome, which is the, the conductor moving his hands around in time with the orchestra. But there's a um, sound an aural version of a metronome which is the, the click track now you can change your beats in the session to three four which would be so it only has three beats in a bar or whatever so the accent is every three bars instead of every four bars you can change all this by going into preferences just click a metronome and just normally have a volume knob for your metronome between the two notes and if you want it to play or not play. So metronome is very good for playing, um, for, for recording. Normally what happens when you get a big session will be, we'll be recording and we'll be like, fuck, why is the, why is the song sound so good? It sounds suspiciously good. And then we go, oh fuck, we've got to turn the metronome on. Uh, and then you hear it with the metronome, you're like, oh Jesus, those drums are all over the place. <laughs> but you often wouldn't notice without the metronome. Now, a metronome is just a guide, so what a lot of people like to do is just get the drums done with the metronome, then hit mute. Because the metronome is on the, on the grid very stiff, it's not going to have that delayed three. So that's why a lot of recordings of bands get absolutely messed up. Because they're used to having a swing delaying the three or whatever they are. 
And then they're brought to the studio and the studio engineer starts going, whoa, whoa, that three is out of time, man. You gotta have that three on the, on the button. And then the drummer's like, uh, and then the song starts sound starting all stiff and weird. It sounds like it's trying to be robotic, but yeah. So ideally record the whole band at the same time if you can, I guess. If you want to have that band's sound. Um, but that's very, very expensive. So normally what people do is they just um, record each thing individually. Because otherwise you'd need like, a, in theory, you'd need a lot of different microphones. Uh, and compressors for everything and so on. Um, you'd need like eight inputs. My last sound cards just have one or two. You could also go the old-fashioned route, which is just have one microphone in the in the room, which is used what people do for demo recordings. They just have one microphone in the room, and normally it sounds bloody brilliant because it's just like everything squashed together in one big sound, and it's all as one big chunky, disgusting mess. But if you solo any instrument by itself, they all sound nasty. But together, it makes up a big. It's a finished product by itself, but often, like for example, if you're recording a track and you solo the bass, bass often sounds nasty by itself. Um, and so just a lot of instruments sound awful when they're soloed, but sometimes they need to sound that way. Within, it's, a, it's, the, it's within the context of the whole song, and it's each part is there to serve a song without was that ambition or not ambition. It's a team effort. It's a team effort from all the musical elements involved. Big thing a lot of people do when they start recording is they see, oh fuck, a man I got unlimited tracks here. They get 50 tracks of them clapping their hands, saying, start sounding bloody brilliant. 50 tracks then going, oh yeah. Um, and then organization kind of goes out the window. Um, so, a good way of keeping this, um, they have su we use subdirectories or subfolders. So we'd have one folder and all of our ten vocal tracks would be in that one folder, which all of our drums would be in. So that way you can mute the entire stem or channel just by pressing one button. So that would be when you get into like having a hundred tracks playing at once. Um, there you are. There you are. So there's a, some, a lot of projects can go on for years just because if there's no deadline, there's, the project can go on for years, projects can go on for 10 years, a lot of albums in pre-production for 10 years. It's, uh, and then by the time they record it, it's nearly out of date, and by the time they release and make the music video, it's very out of date. That's only for following friends. Anyway, let's stick to it. Tracks. Now, there's three buttons on a on a track. So you've created, pressed something like Control N or something that's got you a new a new track there. Audio tracks, all right. So there's a few buttons on the audio track which you need to be aware of. There's the volume knob. That seems easy enough, isn't it? The panning knob, 
which is pan it's not panoramation panoramation or something I can't remember the full potentiometer is pan pot and panoration I can't remember sorry that just means is it left or right and you can do all sorts of tricks to make stuff sound super wide by delaying one and pitch shifting one and all sorts of good goofy stuff but what I'd like you to focus on is the volume knob pan knob there you are there's two other main switches you have mute now mute just you press it and that track doesn't play sounds pretty easy doesn't it mute think someone not talking and then solo that means solo means you're going to turn off you're only going to have that track playing by itself nothing else so if you want to just go oh what's going there with on with that drum fill there or something you click solo on the drum bus or drum folder whichever one you want so that means that all eight microphones or something are being feeded into a folder and you can solo just the drums by itself it makes mixing so much easier because you have uh, essentially sure you have like 50 drum tracks and 50 guitar tracks and all this stuff but it all gets filed down to like four or five elements or four folders so you're at the end of the day you're just down to four tracks you got one track one finger for drums one finger for all your vocals one finger for all your guitars one finger for all your bass low end whatever so that's how you keep stuff super simple um on an even more simplistic scale just start off using very simple just start off only using four tracks that's what i'd recommend um or even just one track just recording someone singing and playing guitar at the same time whatever probably yourself all right so mute means that track is going to be muted solo means all the tracks are going to be muted apart from that one so you just want to hear that one on its own and all these knobs can be automated that means turned on and off you can have them uh, you can draw in the volume moving around to bring more life to the ex additional life to the performance if the singer was too loud on some notes you can bring them down with the volume knob and back up for the quiet passages and this is way more ideal than using compression um, because it, uh, it leaves the integrity of the dynamics intact mm -hmm. Hmm. Soloing, muting. Okay, record in able. This button will make you cry because uh, you need to arm a track. All right. So there's a, a little red button normally on each track, and you got to press it. Um, so you need to press the record button on the track to have it able to record. And then once you press like record and play at the same time or whatever, press record on your transport bar. Your transport bar is the bar that just has your main buttons that you use all the time, your record button, play button and all that. The seven buttons that you use the most, that's called the transport bar. Again you go into like, uh, it's normally you go into view on the your menu and you just, you'll see transport there. It's also it can be like control T. Control Alt T 
or something like that. If control T, normally the shortcuts are pretty obvious, like control M for metronome and stuff. And if it, that doesn't work, then often you'll have to do like control, is it control shift M? Depending on what one you use, they're all slightly different. But one's like control alt or control shift, and then the, the letter that makes the most, most sense. For example, control T, I couldn't tell you what that does, but in this particular software, control alt plus T will get you the transport. So often the controls are quite intuitive, but just you need to do stuff like add uh, control and alt before it. Um, for example, grouping matrix is going to be under G, so you go control alt G, which doesn't really make much sense, but at least you know where it is. Uh, it's it's intuitive to some degree anyway, and you can make your own shortcuts and so on. So these are finger these shortcuts mean that you don't have to use the mouse to click through all the menus all the time. You can be like, instead of going through the menu and going, I want one track, then create it and then going, right, I want another track, searching through the menu, you can find a shortcut, which means you can assign one, two or three keys to have, to create a track, so just control them, and then just, like, a track will appear, depending on what software you use. Transport, okay. So control enable on the track. So you have your track, you press whatever button you want, the track pops up. Record button needs to be enabled for it to record audio onto that track. Um, and once record is enabled and you press record on your transport bar, your, your just record button, then it will record onto the track, but it won't be able to record onto the track if the record enable button is not pressed. So I've been on countless sessions and so on, and someone does a great vocal take and you forgot to press the record enable button. Sure, you press the record button, but you forgot to press the record enable button on which specific track you wanted to record it onto. This could happen loads of times where you're recording a band and you forget to press record enable on say the drums or something and you have a great performance for the whole band and you forgot to press record on the drummer and uh, you'd feel like crying the band come in and go oh how was that and you're like oh uh, that sounded pretty good just one more time this will be the one man this will be the one I feel it and you're just there hoping, oh fuck. <laughs> I hope this is better than the last one because the last one didn't record. Anyway, you should listen. Um, yeah. It's a bit, bit of crack, bit of crack. Um, just beginner mistakes and just, it's all good. So, volume, panning, muting. Soloing, record enable, okay? And then another word for today is transport. So that's the little place where all your record and play button is. And you can have that show up on your screen and you can move that around. All right, so when you open up your session, BPM, beats per minute, it's generally gonna be 120. You can slow that down to anything you want. Uh, a reference point for you guys is that clock is at 160. No, it's not. It's at 60. Uh, rock is 120. Dance, 130. 
some wrap 90 and that's it I'll leave it there and plugins as I'm saying goodbye plugins are you can use plugins their effects and so on so we talked mostly about gates compressors and EQ um, sometimes you have the option to use uh, a spatial effect such as reverb to push stuff further back in the distance in the mix or if you want to make stuff sound bigger without pushing it back in the mix you would use delay delay with early reflections so that would be like singing in the shower so you're getting a bigger sound but it's not pushing you really far back if you have a singer and you put them in but lose loads of reverb it just gets lost and you can't really hear here make out the individual parts reverb uses up loads of room so be careful with it um, but we're not talking about that right now just this is just basic setting up your first day on whatever die you chose pretty pretty general stuff not specific to anything in particular all right that's great now uh, have a great day bye now